This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Three, two, one. What's up, what's up, Tab Nation? What is going on to everyone else, even if you're hating? Because guess what? We coming through real hot like Satan. I just don't know. I might just have to go super Saiyan. I'm just kidding. What's good, man? It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, Dub C, in the place to be, man. I got the little bro finally back with me, man. I'm excited, man. Your favorite redhead. What did it do, do, Asher? What up, what up, what up, what up, Tab Nation? Big chilling, you know, ready to get back on my grind with Corey here. Yeah, man, the grind it is, Let's man. Get. Let's get these dubs for everybody, baby. So today we're uh, we're going to start doing this every Friday, guys, and getting it rolling. But uh, we're going to do look up every matchup like we used to and just go through some uh, players that you need to be looking at starting or if you need to be getting away from that game and give you guys news and it takes on those games as we go along. So uh, you ready to get it, bro? Absolutely. Let's get it. Word to mom, man. First game on the schedule. Let me go ahead and screen share. Sorry, everyone. Give me one second. Uh, boom. Screen sharing that right there for the peoples to see. All right. First game on the schedule. We are going Dolphins and Jets. Ugh. You want to <laughs> hit your takes first? Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm looking up their injuries real quick to see if there's any guys that we need to be wary of um, mm-hmm. going into this game. I have I have all the the listings here though. One second, just pull I have it up it on the screen as well. I will say this, guys: Joe Flacco is supposed to be starting in this game this weekend, and we if go. he is starting, let me tell you something: the checkdowns from Michael Carter are about to come so so often. And then you got your boy Ty Johnson, who's been getting a lot of looks in the passing game as well. Don't sleep on these two guys this weekend, especially against Miami's defense that isn't too tough. They're tough against receivers, but they don't really do a good job of covering the running backs out of the backfield. What you got, my good sir? Yeah, not a not a whole lot of injuries going into the game. I mean, uh, Tua is planning on starting. He did have an injury with his left finger, but uh, I think they're probably going to get him in there uh, considering Jacoby Brissett might be a little bit more injured. You were mentioning Michael Carter and um, Ty Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the bigger name in this game to look at is Elijah Moore. Ooh. Now, this man is a rookie right, wide receiver coming into league, and this man has looked hot the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Man's putting up like 20 points a week so far, getting his looks. He has at least seven to eight targets in the past like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the, man, the man looks NFL ready, and with a better quarterback at the helm and Joe Flacco, a veteran, if Joe Flacco can start a report with him early, there's, there's no limit to what the, Elijah Moore can do on the field. So that's a, that's a big name to look out for this week. Love it, man. Are you so how concerned are you with Joe Flacco getting the start for Elijah Moore? Because White was giving him the ball. Do you think so Joe that, Flacco tries to make those throws downfield? That's the thing, though. Um, Joe Joe Flacco has been in the league in a while. It's going to be interesting to see how much juice he has left in the arm, considering Eli, Elijah Moore is more of like a speedy back um, that you're going to throw 20 plus yards to. Mm-hmm. But you also have guys like Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder on the mm-hmm. field. Um, so even though Elijah Moore is coming in as a wide receiver three, uh, making an appearance on the sidelines, maybe even a slot a couple of times, um, it's hard to, it's hard to tell who Joe Flacco might go to. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's hard. That. It's hard to tell, but I'm telling you what the wide receiver that he decides to make a report with early in the game, that wide receiver is going to eat. I promise you that. Hope you take it right one. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Uh, you just got to make sure Xavier Howard is still out there. So whoever, whatever wide receiver. Well, whatever, yeah, exactly. Whatever wide receiver is not on him, you'll be fine. Word. I, so I will say this, man. This is Joe Flacco, and we were talking about this with Cody. 
with Joe Flacco being the age that he is, and he's playing for a team that's already not going to the playoffs, will we see Joe Flacco try to stay in the pocket and make those deeper throws that players that had to develop? Or is he going to be like, no, nah, bump that. I got to protect my body. Retirement next year. Check down, check down, check down. Because that could be a Corey Davis showing right there, the bigger receiver. That's I, I see both options possibly happening, but okay. the one I see I see more likely is he doesn't have very few, he doesn't have very many uh, years left in the league. No. Uh, besides the Jets, I'm not quite sure who would even want to pick him up at this point. Um, so if I was Joe Flacco coming into this, I'd have fun. You know, just 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 so make crazy. some risky plays, make some risky plays from now uh, now and again. Like Joe Flacco, he has nothing to lose right now. I like the way you might move, as- man. Great call. <laughs> he, so might, he might as well air it out. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Hell, like, it's your last run. Have a little fun. What about uh, the Dolphins? What do you got? Anything on there? So, the, the, big, the biggest uh, point I'm looking at here is Mike Kosicki. Is he ever really going to get back in, uh, into the shape that he was in the beginning of the season? Mm-hmm. He fell off uh, past couple, the past couple of weeks. He did lay a goose egg one week, receiving uh, seven targets, and all of, all of the balls thrown to him mm-hmm. were complete misfires. So, I'm not going to blame it on Mike Kosicki too much, but – to see him get more involved in the passing game. That's something you definitely have to look into. Um, the big names coming back, Will Fuller. I believe he's starting this week. Is he really? The Dolphins. I believe so. Yeah. I saw his, oh, I saw wow. his name pop up. Um, okay. He's off, he's off the IR. So he might be making an appearance in this game. We'll see, but I got to stick with my guy, Jalen Waddle. I it. think he, him, him and Mike Kosicki are the only two players on the Dolphins offense that I would even consider starting this week. Yep, Jalen Waddle is all of the great receiver too this year, man. Loving every yeah, bit of that. Loving absolutely. every bit of it. Cool, man. I think we're done with that game. Moving into our next one, we have the Colts versus the Bills. This could be fun. <laughs> this is going to be a fun game. So uh, you want to start that one off or are you doing the same thing? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just pulling up the, the injury reports real quick. I, I'll start it off, though. I'm not. Okay. I'm fine with that. Um, Cole Beasley is coming to the game. He, has a, he was a little shaken up um, after a rib injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, he got some rest, but it looks like both both guys are going to play. Um, so you still got Stefan Diggs, you got Cole Beasley, you have uh, Emmanuel Sanders, you got Dawson Knox. You have a plethora of weapons that Josh Allen has to work with. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen needs to pick up his consistency if if the Buffalo Bills even want a chance um, in the playoffs. So this is it, it's do or die here. It, this is going to be really a, a season defining moment for Josh Allen and the Bills going against Indy, mm-hmm. who also is another playoff contender. Um, so this could go one of two ways. Josh Allen absolutely blows up with Stefan Diggs, Dawson Knox. Those are two, uh, two pass catchers. I see him going to the most, mm-hmm. um, or they completely crumble against a, a, an extremely underrated Colts defense. Those guys are great. Uh, the Colts defense has been showing out this year and it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. I can't wait. Both teams defenses, man. And that's why I'm a little concerned. I wanted to ask you, man, you've been, you've been on pretty much this year. Are you considering sitting Jonathan Taylor in this game this week? Absolutely not. Jonathan Taylor is a must start. Um, there is one player on the Colts offense that I am considering sitting, though, and that's going to be Mike Pittman. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills pass defense has been great the past couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure they're ranked one against wide receivers and fantasy points. Um, considering Mike, Pitt, Mike Pittman has been mostly a boomer bust candidate week in and week out, and he's boomed more often than bust, this is a game where I see him busting. Um, so – I think Jonathan Taylor is a must start week in and week out. The man's putting up uh, um, offensive player of the year numbers. Uh, so uh, he's, he's matchup proof at this point. Uh, but Mike Pittman is definitely a guy I would look at possibly subbing a guy in for. 
So let's bring this back then. You know how I like doing it. Um, let's put a little wager on it. 20 push-ups. <laughs> I say I say Pittman goes over 12 points this week. I'll take I'll, I'll take the under on that. You're gonna take the under. So 12, and we're doing 20 push-ups, 12 fantasy yep. points. PPR, right? PPR, yeah. All right, awesome, man. Um, let me make sure I write that down because I'll forget by tomorrow. I'll write it down as well. As always, guys, we'll record them and post those bad boys in the chat. I don't mind doing it. I need to get back in shape, man. I just got back from an injury, so Pittman plus 14. Plus 12. Oh, plus 12. I'm trying to make it even more difficult, guys. Nope. I, I want none of that. <laughs> Word to mom, man. All right, so, uh, yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with all these receivers you named off, and it's a home game. We all know how Josh Satton plays at home. The man goes bonkers, so we'll have a big game coming from him. Uh... So who do you think is going to be the number one receiver for the Bills? Is it going to be Diggsy? Diggs had a hell of a game last week. I'm going to tell you what. He put yeah. up, what, one or two touchdowns with 140-plus yards. The man was mm -hmm. a monster. The problem with Diggs, though, is that the right matchup, uh, whether Colts decide to double-team him or not, like a lot of defenses have, um, it's, going to, it's going to be tough to see if Josh Allen is going to is willing to even gun it at Diggs when he's uh, double-covered like that. So Diggs always has a chance to be the number one wide receiver on that team. I think the biggest pass catcher in this game, in my opinion, is Dawson Knox. I know he came off slow last week after coming off an injury, mm -hmm. but I really like Dawson Knox rest of the season. Word, Dawson Knox, man. He was turning up at the beginning of the season. That's one of Josh Allen's favorite toys. So, yeah, check it out. This could be the week. Moving into our next game, little bro. We have two of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. You already know why. I'm super loud about these guys. Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields taking it off. Battling up in Chicago, I feel like it's still gonna be an ugly game. Uh, but nonetheless, man, Josh, uh, Justin Fields is starting to get his footing in the league. He's starting to look a lot better. Um, starting to use his legs a little bit more. You see on the stat sheet right now it says four TDs and eight interceptions. He had a terrible start. But I'm gonna bring this up, man, and I'm, I'm gonna continue to compare these guys. But um, you can't forget Peyton Manning's first year. John Elway's first year in the NFL, what happened? And uh, they all started off like this. And then towards the end of the season, they started finding their footing and it was ugly from there. So uh, Lamar Jackson, not much to be said there. My man is just, oh, he's just doing everything. Like, I feel like, man, <laughs> he got to calm down, man. Yeah, it's, like every, it's, like, it's like every other season for him. I mean, this is like him two seasons ago. Yeah, man, it is. So MVP, Lamar. Uh, I, I called it. I said he's going to come out hot, but uh, he got to stay healthy. Um, go ahead. Take off with it. What are you feeling for this game? Um, yeah, first thing I got to bring up is Lamar Jackson has missed the past few days due to an illness. Um, he is expected to play still, uh, so okay. don't worry on that side of the thing. He's just going to have a, a few off days of, of practice this week. Knowing Lamar Jackson, how he's played this season, I don't think it'll affect him much. <laughs> he, needs but... it. he needs those off days. <laughs> yeah, for real. Maybe he's, you know, just chilling with the cold. Who knows? <laughs> Um, drink a pina colada Dave, shit on the side Dave, yeah David Montgomery's finally back he, he, he was back last week um, biggest thing that people were looking at is should Khalil Herbert still have an equal share of touches and I, happen. <laughs> well I mean I think it should happen Khalil Herbert has shown that he can manage he, he, he could take it on his own um, but the Bears have other other plans apparently um, Khalil <laughs> Herbert as the backup running back last, last week did not see nearly as much touches as he used to. I believe he only got like four touches the entire game. 
versus Montgomery's 10 plus. Um, I think with the Ravens rush defense, I think there will be a lot of checkdowns to David Montgomery, the way that you think Michael Carter will have a lot of uh, checkdowns. I see David Montgomery having as much, if not more. Um, so I like Montgomery coming into this game. I like both quarterbacks coming into this game. Like you said, Justin Fields has really been showing out the past couple of weeks. They're finally tra- uh, trusting him to move the ball down the field um, like he should be in the, in the first place. I'm not quite sure if they, you know, took the, the, the play calling away from Matt Nagy or not, but if, if they did, it works. Yeah. Uh, so I like both quarterbacks in this game. Uh, David Montgomery, I think, is the guy to watch out for. I love it. Love it, man. Uh, so just to try to play a little strategy game with what the Bears, what I feel like the Bears may be doing. I don't know what kind of, uh, I don't know what kind of uh, salary Montgomery's on right now or how many years he has left on that. But if you already so you already have a running back that's showing promise, you know, like keep his carries low. Let this old veteran wear him down, wear those tires off. And then put in your new your new toy next year. So, cause I mean it's not like they're making the playoffs this year. Yeah, no. So now with the way with the way that the NFC has put together uh, play this year, um, I don't think the Bears have any chance of coming back and making an appearance in the playoffs. Shit, the, the NFC the, the NFC seems stacked. Hell yeah, man! It's a tight, it's tight, it's tight, it's tight over there. I don't even think you. I mean, you guys are. I don't even think you guys are in a battle right now for the playoffs. Uh, well, we're gunning for the, for a seventh seed right now, but yeah, no, okay. you're right. We're, we're not, we're not in the playoff picture yet. Get there, get there. I'm trying. We had a big win last week against the chargers. So hopefully we can get the momentum going. We played yeah. green Bay this week, so it should Ooh. be an interesting divisional matchup. This matters. This matters. Yeah. And that's this is where game. This is where it matters. It's yeah. in Minnesota. So, you know, Ooh, home game too. Yeah. We'll get to it. I see it on the schedule. We'll get to yeah. it. Don't smile too hard, man. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy. Cheesy, man. Like Chester the Cat. But uh, off of that, here we go. The next game, Detroit versus Cleveland. Man, the, Detroit, they didn't deceive anyone. Like, they, we, we figured <laughs> who they were going to be, and they're showing it. Like, Jared Goff, he – People had some people had high hopes for real. Like, yeah, Jared Goff's gonna go to Detroit and prove the Rams wrong. And oh boy, were they wrong, man! Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I will say I was somewhat wrong because I actually liked. He was one of my top quarterbacks, but here recently, man, I just can't get down with him. Is uh, Baker Mayfield? And he just he he hates his receiving ones. It don't matter who it is. It could be Odell. It could be Jarvis Landry. The receiver one ain't getting the ball. It's yeah. like Whoa. so. What do you come on, man? Give me, uh, give me what you got on the game. Jared Goff, the biggest highlight about his career so far is that he has not won a game without Sean McVay, which I see, I think is a little ridiculous. Since he's been in the league, he has not won a single game without Sean McVay. He's tied a game, but he has not won a game. Um, so wow. I don't know what Detroit's going to do after the season. I don't know if they ride ride the gun with Jared Goff. Um, they're they're looking to be um, favorites for the number one pick in next year's draft. I'm not quite sure they should go for a quarterback at this point. I think they need to really focus on their defense, maybe snag um, a consistent guy, uh, the free agency market, a little more than Derek Goff has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Detroit Lions are in trouble. But in this game, uh, the biggest news coming out of Cleveland is Nick Chubb and Demetric Felton are both going to be back in the game. So mm-hmm. all of you uh, Dearness Johnson lovers, unfortunately – I don't, <laughs> I, he's not going to get the same fantasy production as he has with Chubb out, but Chubb is back. He's in full swing. 
he finally passed COVID protocols, so it should be a big game for him, especially going against a weak Detroit defense. Oh, <coughs> huge game, man. It's going to be so. Yeah. I am sad that uh, Nick Chubb came back this week. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like it, man. So you starting anybody on that line side in your DFS lineups? <laughs> the, only, the only guy that I'm even willing to start in my uh, fantasy lineup is DeAndre Swift. Um, he's, yeah. he's proven to be matchup worthy, whether in the passing game or the run game. The man has moves. So I, I think against any defense, DeAndre Swift is going to get his touches. Um, PPR standard, I'd start Swift. Looking at both these quarterback numbers for the season, man, it's just bad over here. Like Baker Mayfield, 1,990 yards throwing, nine tutties to four interceptions. You know, some might say that's a, a little bit efficient, but I don't think he's getting the job done when he's going to come playoff time, but we shall see. Then you got Jared Goff over here with 2,109 yards, eight tutties, and six interceptions. And it's just like, wait, like, what are y'all doing? The problem with Cleveland is they need to go back to their run first identity. Yeah. I'd be so much happier and I guarantee Cleveland fans would be so much happier if they went back to their run first, you mm-hmm. got three guys in the backfield, maybe even four guys in the backfield that could be one running back ones on pretty much any other team. Like yeah. you have the guys to just completely rotate in and out, keep the defense on their toes and make, maybe make a few passes here and there, obviously, but Cleveland just needs to come back to a run first offense. Run first offense. All right. Moving over to our next game on the schedule. We have the Texans taking on the Titans divisional game. Oops, wrong. <clears throat> Had a little screen lag on me. Give me one second, guys, to get to it. But uh yeah, let me see. Where'd it go? There it is. All right. Texans versus Titans. No Derrick Henry. And this one is crazy to believe that he's still already, he's still like the top wrestling leader on the board right now, 937 yards. (laughs) You think it's crazy that he's still the top leader on the board or that the Titans can still win games without him? Both. Um, It's crazy to me. So it's one, it's showing Ryan Tannehill is in charge. He is taking command and he is trying to, uh, he is out to win games. So, I mean, I was, I've always been a fan of Tannehill, even how he got treated in Miami. But, uh, See, a lot of people are giving a lot of people are giving Tennessee's defense more praise than Tannehill. I, I can see why that is. Tennessee's defense has been vicious the past couple of games, but you still can't win football games unless you put points on the board. And Tannehill yeah. has still been able to do that without a beast in this backfield. So that's the rule, gotta, man. You gotta yeah, you gotta take your hats off to Tannehill. That is definitely the rule, man. Uh regular season, offense wins you games, and then playoffs, it's gonna be the defense that's gonna win you games. So they gotta keep it up. But uh yeah, man. So how do you feel about this matchup? Um, it's a very lopsided matchup, in my opinion. Houston really has nothing to lose. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what their game plan is coming against Tennessee, who for some odd reason is the top team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, besides the Cardinals, of course, but the, get to that later on. Um, in this game, the only the only um, fantasy relevant player that I see on Houston is and. I'll tell you what, he's had a magnificent season. I think it's been quieted because of the, the lack of talent and the lack of play Houston has. But Brandon Cooks yeah. has put on a hell of a performance this season. The man is showing that he needs to get the heck off of that team. And I think he's just he's putting up as much, much numbers as possible and doing as much as possible to make sure that he can get somewhere next season. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Brandon Cooks at the end of the season. Hey, man, he got to go. Don't, don't, do not treat Brandon Cooks like D-Hop, man. Don't keep him there to just rot away. Cause man, we need yeah. we need him to be on that team. I agree. He won't he won't be a receiver one on another team, but he will definitely be a strong receiver too. So and he'll make he'll make something happen on any team. Let's be real. Yeah, 
I mean, he's been doing it this long. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, uh, who do you – are you trusting A.J. Brown this year? He has to have a bounce-back game, in my opinion. In this A.J. Year. Brown? Yeah. Yeah, see, I was going to bring him up, too. It caused – I mean, it, uh, it calls for a little bit of concern, um, his his lack of um, – not. I wouldn't say targets. He's still gotten his targets, but lack of performance since Derrick Henry's been out mm-hmm. and how, inc- how injury-prone he has been the past couple of years. But – he has to have a bounce back game. I I completely agree. He, there's no better matchup to have a bounce back game than against Houston. So I mean, I like AJ Brown this 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 game, but it this is really going to define his fantasy production for the rest of the season. No diggity, no doubt, man. Um, your boy AP has been getting some run with those Titans. How do you how do you feel like seeing AP in the powder blue jersey? Man, I mean, good for him. I'm glad he's still in the league. I'm glad he's still wanting to play, but I don't think he really needs to anymore. Um, I think he might be a little bit, not even, not a little bit. He is washed up. Um, it was, it was crazy to see a headline that Adrian Peterson scored a touchdown on my newsfeed. I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, it was surreal to see. I'm glad that, you know, he's still chasing his passion, but man, he needs to hang up the cleats and go down with the greats. Hey, man. He's trying to, he's chasing that record. That's what he's doing quietly, yeah. but he ain't going to get it running like he's running. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Three or four yards, ain't going to get it. AP, check that body. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this, but did you know that Adrian Peterson is actually one of my favorite running backs? Like, of all time? Like, he's my number one? I love to hear it. Considering yeah, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, I love yeah. to hear that Adrian Peterson's here, one of your favorite running backs. He's, no, he's fine uh, yeah. as well. He won me, man, bro, I'm talking about if I wanted some Taco Bell or something in college, I'll go play people in Madden. And me and AP won so much money together. I thought that dude was my father figured <laughs> I away. I remember hearing the story. I yeah. remember hearing this story. You told me this before. And every single day um, I had a personal connection with him, man. I think my favorite highlights from AP is seeing, you know how most running backs, when you have like two or three guys chasing you to the sideline, they just step out. Not and just... AP would, would go the opposite. He'd, he'd run towards the middle of the field and make sure he hits, he hits another guy. Yep. Like he just, he made sure, he made it a point to hit the other guy. Man, our beast, man. <laughs> so we'll represent them together. And ironically, Man, I'm going to let you go ahead and get this one. If you see what's on the board, the Packers versus the Vikings. Oh, man. So I said it last week with the Chargers. Every every matchup this this year has concerned me. Not because the Vikings aren't good, but because they are good. And they should be playing like they did last week against the Chargers. You know, Kirk Cousins still passed for like 250-plus yards, and Dalvin Cook still saw 20-plus touches. Okay, This is exactly how the Minnesota Vikings offense should be ran. We're not a run first offense anymore. We've proven that we, Kirk Cousins has an arm. We could be somewhat of a uh, balanced offense. Mm-hmm. You need to trust Jefferson and Adam Thielen to do their thing. We even have a big guy in Conklin who's putting bo- uh, putting bodies down in the end zone. But we do have a matchup against Green Bay this week. Um, Aaron Rodgers comes to Minnesota. This is always a gritty matchup. Um, we've had our fair share. We've split games. Uh, in season, out season, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this game going in. Um, I think your top guys to look out for is on Minnesota side, obviously Justin Jefferson, um, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. But I think the biggest, biggest name to look out for in this matchup is AJ Dillon for Green Bay. He's finally getting the start with Aaron Jones out. Um, last week he put up a, a, a twenty spot while Aaron Jones got injured. So I'm excited to see what uh, AJ Dillon can do with as uh, as a running back one for Green Bay. I just hope he doesn't torch the Vikings too much. Yeah, are giving up 130 yards on the ground, man. So that's big stats for someone whoever has AJ Dillon. Uh, matter of fact, in uh, Show Me, 
Cody traded for AJ Dillon this week. So, and he already had Aaron Jones. You traded for AJ Dillon. So now he's still keeping those points, man. I'm just like, ah. You know, and show me, I traded away AJ Dillon for Tyler Higby and uh, Latavius Murray. Hey, man, we all make mistakes. It's all right. Biggest mistake <laughs> of my life. I thought Aaron Jones was going to be healthy throughout the season. Oh, you did because you traded him to Rakeem. Yeah. I remember that now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man, it happens. Um, so going into this game, do you think it's going to be a shootout? It's at your home. You guys haven't been playing much defense at all this year, it looks like. Well, passing game, y'all been doing pretty good in the passing game, but do you we think got, it's going to be a shootout? We got Patrick Peterson and Harrison Smith coming back this week. Um, oh, man. That's big. Without, without a healthy defense last week, we were still we were still able to uh, stop the Chargers from doing their thing. Every game for the Minnesota Vikings is going to be a shootout. They just love tearing on the heartstrings of Minnesota Vikings fans. And yeah, it's going to be a close game. It just, it, it, uh, it, it depends on who gets tilt. Boy, tomorrow, man. I'm actually glad you brought that up. Now people know that your defense is coming back 100 this uh, weekend against the Packers. So mm -hmm. be wary. No excuses anymore. No excuses. Nine, man. So y'all win, lose, a draw, man. No excuses. He's calling me. Yeah. Who are you taking for the game? Obviously, you're taking your Vikings, but do you feel like it's going to be close game, video? I'm taking the Packers, actually. <clears throat> what? No, I, I'm going to delete this later on the cast, so that way <laughs> Minnesota doesn't, like, kick you out this state, man. So. No, no, but I, I voted against the Vikings last week against the Chargers, and the Vikings pulled through. It seems like every ah. single time I take the Vikings, the Vikings end up losing. So I'm going to go against the, the grain here, and I'm going to go Green Bay by – by a field goal. Word to Ma, I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're doing. Reverse psychology. I like yes, it. <laughs> I like it a lot. So moving into our next game, shout out to the boy Coded Codes. We have <laughs> the New Orleans Saints versus the Philadelphia freaking Eagles, man. They whooped my Broncos ass last week. I don't know what that <laughs> was, man. Jalen Hurts needed a bounce back game. That's what it was. Maybe we were just sleeping because <clears throat> we beat the Cowboys the previous week. And we were like, oh, hell yeah. And yeah, right. But it uh, got to your head a little bit, maybe. Possibly. That's all I needed. <laughs> That's the only the game. That was the only game I was worried about on the schedule because my family is really big Cowboys fans back in Arkansas. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like hearing this shit and in Louisiana. So, mm -mm. <laughs> so what do we see this week from uh, Mr. Jalen Hurts and those Eagles, right? Um, from the Eagles' viewpoint, Devonta Smith is the real deal. The man caught two touchdowns last week. Um, he went up for he went up for bodies essentially. Um, he played an outstanding game. He's shown uh, week in and week out throughout the season that he could be a physical wide receiver and go up for the ball. Plus, he has speed. Jalen Hurts really just needs to trust him as much as any other wide receiver in the league. Uh, throw the throw the ball up to Devonta Smith, and he'll do he'll make magic happen. That's that's Jalen Hurts' key to success coming into this game against uh, New Orleans defense. <clears throat> All right, I like it. Um, anything else you want to add on that? The fact that uh, Dallas Goddard got a four-year, $57 million contract extension in the middle of the year. Yep, in the middle of the year, man. I just <laughs> – and we were discussing this a little bit before the, uh, the cast started, but you just don't – to me, if I am a GM, I am not offering any kind of contract in the middle of the year, especially to a tight end when they get hurt at the drop of a dime. Uh, if he wins, he goes out there and let's say Jalen Hurts finally throws the ball down the middle of the field. I don't know why he's been afraid to do that here this year, but let's say he does and then he's not paying attention. The safety comes down. Boom, you just gave this man a four-year extension for 59 mil and he's gone. 
Yeah, so. they just got they just got rid of their boy Zach Ertz too. So they made Dallas Goddard the official tight end one to a guy that has his his fair share of injuries throughout the throughout the years. And they decide to throw money at him like his candy. Um, and in the middle of the season, before he has a chance to prove that he could be a legitimate tight end one in the league. It's just, it's, up, man. I, I don't get it. Uh, it doesn't make much sense to me, but I, I guess they're just trying to lock down a guy, a guy. <laughs> Someone, please. Yeah, yeah it might, This might be the right on the wall as well for Jalen Hurts, though. He might be actually, you know, because he's not making those passes to the middle of the field to tight ends. Um, he might be out. They might be like, all right, we're done. Yeah. We're going to get somebody that can throw the ball. Yeah, it might be a little foreshadowing. I like that. I like that point there. Yeah, man. Anything else I mean, to- he, oh, Jalen Hurst has been a big question mark for Philadelphia Eagles moving yes. forward. I mean, he's had his he's had some good games, but he's been wildly inconsistent throughout the year. I think he has potential in this league. It just it sucks that it's not with Philadelphia because he really has the weapons to make something happen. I agree with you, my guy. Um, <clears throat> too bad we won't be seeing much of Miles Sanders in this one. We'll be seeing no Jameis Winston. Uh, matter of fact, Dallas Goddard is actually questionable right now on this. Of course, of <laughs> on course. The injury. let's throw money at him while he's on our injury, injury report. It doesn't make sense, but whatever, <laughs> man. It ain't my team to run. If it was, I wouldn't run it that way. Um, Mark Ingram in that game, how do you feel? Oh, so if Alvin Kamara comes back, um, I, I haven't seen much on him recently. I believe he's coming back. Um, it, it, it really just depends on what the uh, how the injury report comes out this upcoming weekend. I think he's better in a two-headed monster system than he is by himself as the running back one. Um, I think he draws too much attention to himself on the field um, as a, as a three down back, uh, constant three down back throughout the game and defenses adjust to his game style. Whereas if you bring Alvin Kamara on the field and you have Alvin Kamara, maybe take some, taking some checkdowns and all of a sudden here comes Mark Mangrum ripping through the middle of the field, going for 20 plus yards and maybe even a TD. So if Alvin Kamara plays, I actually see Mark Ingram having a better game than he than if he was a sol- solo running back in that system. Word to mom, man. I like it. I like it. Moving into our next game, we have the Washington football team. And I can't believe they're actually considering keeping that name. Like, don't do that to us. Get a mascot. Going against the Carolina. Dun, dun, dun. Cam Newton's <laughs> back. Dun, dun, dun. With a number one defense. Dun, dun, dun. In a division that they could possibly come back and make the playoffs in. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Panthers, man. What you got? I mean, considering it's possibly the weakest division in, uh, in football. It is. I agree there. It's um coming to this game. It's a division matchup, so anything could really happen. But I am so excited that Cam Newton's back, and so is Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, he, ex- he he explained he expressed it on his face game day during his first rushing touchdown back. Yeah. And fun fact, actually, um, he's the first quarterback in like 30 plus years that his first rush on the ground was a TD, and his first pass um, in a game was a TD. Mm. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting to see. That is, um, <clears throat> considering both times he touched the ball, they were already in the red zone. But <laughs> we'll get to that later. Hey. Um, divis- divisional matchup, Carolina Panthers are so happy that Cam Newton's back. I think DJ Moore's uh, stock might skyrocket um, with Cam Newton back in the system. Glad I said it. Yeah, Cam Cam Newton has high praise for his wide receiver. He's he's all grown up in Cam Newton's words. So 
it's going to be interesting to see what they uh, what they what they could do against Washington's. Um, you know, I I I think Washington might be a little bit of a, an above average defense, but now that Chase Young tore his ACL, oh man, that's bad news. That's that's another valid point because that's one less person chasing Cam around this week. So yeah. more time in the pocket to get that ball down the field to DJ Moore. Um, I think I think honestly, since this is trade deadline week, a lot of people. It's it's risky, but with Cam at the helms, you might want to go trade for DJ Moore while you can, because he could be he could become a solid receiver too, or maybe he goes back to those receiver one numbers that he was doing at the beginning of the season. Absolutely. Um. So I, I can love see it. it. I can see it. Um. Cool. What do you have for Washington? Um. Antonio Gibson has been a big question mark in my eyes throughout the season. He just continues to prove me wrong when I say you shouldn't start him because he's injured. Yep. And it, it makes me super upset, but I'm still going to ride the train. I don't think that Antonio Gibson should be started. He's questionable every single week. He's playing through injuries. I'm glad he's getting those red zone uh, touchdowns uh, and what have you, but I don't know. I just think they need to pump the brakes a little bit and stop making him play on injuries. <laughs> that's, just my, that's just my honest opinion. I mean, you guys aren't making playoffs anyways, so stop trying to injure your starters. I definitely agree there because they're wearing him. They're wearing him down. Like He's like what he has like shin splints and then yeah a broken leg on the like, left side <laughs> he's been questionable for the past like six weeks yeah he has man but that is the nfl you know people get yeah. hurt they have to play through it um looking at it curtis samuel is doubtful uh ricky seals jones man he's been pretty productive at the tight end spot but uh he's been banged up and uh we should be getting uh who am i thinking back this week or not this week but soon your other tight end, uh, Reed, not Logan Reed. Thomas. Yeah, Logan Thomas, good deal. Yeah, Logan Thomas. I'm about to say Jordan Reed, man. He's like that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's been a beast. He was a beast yeah. though. Yeah. Right. Moving into it, uh, 49ers versus Jags, good sir. Um, 49ers versus Jags. Um, Dan Arnold. He seemed to have great rapport with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has been trying to find a pass catcher on the team that he can, you know rely on and Dan Arnold seems to be that guy it seems like Dan Arnold's trying to become establish himself as a top 10 wide receiver in the, or tight end in the league um so I really I really like Dan Arnold coming into this game considering that San Francisco's um defensive backs are going to be all over the wide receivers I think Dan Arnold might be uh Trevor Lawrence's escape coming into this game I like it man he's been getting the ball to him for sure what else you got for us um James Robinson Another guy that has proved me wrong by playing through an injury. I told everyone to sit him last weekend, considering he his heels completely busted, and still put a twenty spot twenty spot up on the board. I don't understand. I don't know if they're just throwing questionable tags onto running backs for the hell of it, and they're actually fine. Um, but it's turning turning my word into a joke a little bit. But I'm going to say the same thing I said about Antonio Gibson. I just don't think the Jags should be um, starting running backs or wide receivers or any starter on their team that's injured, but more power to them. Hope James Robinson has a great week. I just don't want any part of it. Only part of it this week is the 49ers run defense that is giving up. They're giving up 122 on the ground, man. And he's getting a lot yeah. of, he's getting a lot of the work. So, um, cool, man. I like that. You said James Robinson, you got it to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So let's get into the 49ers side a little bit. Do we see Elijah Mitchell having a better game? And who who shows up this week? Is it going to be Debo Samuel again this week, or are we going to see um, what is his name? The other receiver, help me out here. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yes. Yeah. 
I saw something on Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell, fing- he has a finger injury, and he's going to be a game-time call. Okay. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. Um, might see some Jeffrey, Wil- uh, Jeffrey Wilson action, if not. Um, San Francisco scares me a little bit. They're starting to look like they team that, the, a team that they were when they beat the, uh, the Vikings in the divisional round of the playoffs. I mean, between having Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle all back on the field together, it's, it's, it's hard to figure out which wide receiver is going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, or which patch pass catcher is going to get the ball. George Kittle has had two um, TD games in a row, um, or two one TD games in a row, I should say. George Kittle is back to, you know, his original self. Jimmy Garoppolo is loving the weapons he has. He, he finally has back on the field. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be an absolute feast for J- Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the 49ers. Ugh, Jimmy Garoppolo, man, how do you let a rookie have better numbers than you? I'm just looking at him. Wow. That's because Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't throw the ball, but it seems like his wide receivers do, do something with the ball every time he throws it. So I don't know. Hey, Getting a job done, man, Mr. Efficient. Um, cool, man. Not much more to see on that game. Uh, I will say this could be an upset game. Jacksonville could pull that game out. Don't sleep on Jacksonville has been weird the past couple of games. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They've kept some games close where they should have gotten blown out. They have, man. So don't be <laughs> – I have some uh, friends going out that yet. game, man. So I want them to be safe. What's that? Can't, can't, can't sleep on them yet. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. All right, man. Here we go. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Las Vegas Raiders. 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 You know, I gotta, I gotta take my hats off to the Las Vegas Raiders. They've gone through yet another week without a, uh, without a player getting arrested. So I applaud Lord. them. Yeah, man. I, that's typical Raiders, though. You know, I don't, I don't give they. What's up with that? Hey, yeah, who knows. Yeah, man. So, uh, what you getting into, man? You get some Hunter Renfro action in my, my uh, perfect receiver too. Uh, yeah, I've liked Hunter Renfro ever since the Rugs new Rugs news came out. Um, Renfro has been a reliable target out of the slot for uh, Derek Carr and Las Vegas Raiders, um, especially going against Cincinnati Bengals defense, which has been inconsistent as well. Um, to see what Hunter Renfro can do in that system, if not Renfro, then Waller's just going to eat again. Um, <laughs> Waller's just a, a beast of his own. So it's going to be hard to guard those two guys um, ripping down the field. What has Waller's uh, numbers been like the last few weeks? I haven't been really – since he blew up that first game, it seems like he's been like off and on, off and on, off and on. He has been. Um, that's that's typical Raiders fashion, though. But he's still, he's still receiving, I mean, seven to eight targets a game. So looking at the injury report real quick, uh, see so looking it up, is Akeem Davis-Gaither, the linebacker, for the Bengals will be out. He got put on injury reserve. Other than that, uh, Tyler Selvin, their defensive tackle was questionable. But the other side of the ball, Las Vegas Raiders already lost a lot of cornerbacks this year, and they just lost two safeties. They lost Tyree Gillespie and Roderick Teamer, both going to injury reserve. They went on like November 17th. Hello, tight ends for the Bengals. Hello, tight ends for the Bengals. I sure hope so, because I'm starting Uzoma this week. I uh, like the call, man. With two safeties gone for the Va- uh, Raiders, down Vegas, Vegas is already letting up like the third most points to tight ends in the entire uh, into the entire league. So, run those numbers, give me those stats, boy. Anything else on this game, good sir? Yeah, besides Uzoma, um, Jamar Chase. Um, I hope he comes back to his original self. I hope him and Jimmy Burrow finally get back out there and start connecting like they did throughout the entire season. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's had. Uh, a, a, some slower games the past couple of games. I don't know. I need, I need to check his numbers quick, but uh, 
I really need Chase just to pull it out. I need him to have a great game against uh, Las Vegas Raiders, and he has a good matchup. So this will be the game yeah. to do it. Uh-oh. Yeah, the past the past two weeks he uh, is catching less than fifty percent of his passes and less than fifty yards. So just uh, some breaking news for everybody listening on the cast: DeAndre Hopkins is officially out this week. DeAndre Ooh. Hopkins is officially out. Christian Kirk is going to be the play for me. What about you? Well. I would say yes, but Kyler Murray's also a game time decision coming into the week. Mm. I got a, I got a, um, an update about that about two minutes ago. Kyler Murray is a game time decision coming in. Ooh, you know what? We're already talking about that game. I'm gonna skip this Cowboys game, come back to it, and we'll just go ahead and hit that one up. Uh, where are we at? Cardinals versus Seahawks, another divisional game, man. Where you don't want to be missing your important starters. I didn't get Cole McCoy was doing decent, but. You still want Kyler Murray in an important game like this, going against a Russell Wilson that's pissed off after the bad game he had last week. Um, this this could this has potential to be a shootout if we get uh, Kyler Murray. Do you think Cole McCoy could keep up? No, I don't think he can keep up, especially because, like you said, Russell Wilson. If I was Russell Wilson, I'd be pissed as well. I mean, mm-hmm. dropping a goose egg first game back in the season that's that's so not exactly that? what you want to see. Um, so I, I guarantee Russell Wilson's coming to this uh, divisional matchup against Arizona in Seattle in front of his home crowd, fired up. Um, so if Kyler Murray isn't back, Colt McCoy is going to have a tough day on the field. Oh, man, you brought up a great point. That 12th man is about to be going crazy. Divisional game. Cardinals are 5-0 and away. Why not put that first loss on them? I don't know how that division is looking, but it don't look like the Seahawks are in a good position to make the playoffs unless they pretty much win out. <clears throat> which is weird to say because we're so used to them being, you know, at the yeah. top. Is yeah. this, So if they don't make it, yeah, they're last in the division right now. If they don't make it, do we see Russell Wilson leave at the end of the season? I don't think Russell Wilson leaves. I think they make a coaching change. As as consistent as Pete Carroll has has been for that uh, that team, I think his, his time uh, under that tenure is, it's got to be up soon. Um, I think wow. they need a fresh face. What? He just won them out. Pete Carroll, man, I don't know. I like the call. All right, so uh, let's get into the fantasy part of it. What uh, what are some players you're looking at in this game? DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson's pissed. What better guy to throw it to than DK Metcalf? The guy is an absolute physical specimen. You know, DK Metcalf has bailed out Russell Wilson time and time again. Russell Wilson is going to be looking at DK Metcalf coming into this game. And um, it's going to be a scary day for the Arizona Cardinals. I saw a few of... Uh, there's a few key players in the Cardinals defense that is out this week, um, including Buda Baker. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough day um, for the Arizona Cardinals trying to stop DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both. Yeah, man. You know who doesn't like the Cardinals and he always does this at the end of the year against the Cardinals. Who? Tyler Lockett. Yeah. TD Lockett, baby. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. Uh, he, I don't know what he is in the second game when they play the Cardinals, but uh, if you go back and look at it, I'm pretty sure he had his some of his biggest games, that second game against the Cardinals. So I'm checking it out. I'm checking it out. One second. All right. Yeah, while you look that up, man, just looking at these stats, right now both teams are pretty weak against the run. They're already missing important players. Uh, Chris Carson. Chris Carson is back, right? Chris Carson is not back. Alex Collins will be starting. Well, last time I checked, Alex Collins was looking questionable as well. Ooh. So. I don't know if it's going to be a Rashad Penny kind of day or what we're going to see, but I don't know if you can even trust Rashad Penny at this point. 
The past couple of years, Tyler Lockett has absolutely ate against the Cardinals, averaging at least 25 points a game. <laughs> One game he 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 blew up for 53 points. Yeah, well, I think that was last targets, year. Was yeah, 20 targets, 200 yards, and three TDs. I don't, hey man, I don't make this up, man. He's I a, have he's, my DFS lineup. He's a nightmare for the Cardinals. They, he hates the Cardinals, man. Like he's pretty much like um, who was that that they called the Bron? Oh, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson for the Broncos. Like whenever he was playing us, start him, start him. He he hated us, and that's Tyler Lockheed. So uh, yeah, anything that's else? Dal- that's that's Dalvin Cook against Green Bay. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's not that Dalvin Cook hates Green Bay. He just loves playing them. I don't know, know what it is. In the press conference, hate. he the press conference he came out. He's like, I just love playing these guys. <laughs> no matter what players they have, he's just gonna do what he has to do. Yeah. Um. Cool, man. Getting into the Dallas Cowboys versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This game should definitely be a shootout, man. Both quarterbacks are feisty this year. You know, Dak's coming off the injury, trying to prove himself. You got P. Mahomes, who was at one point leading the uh, leading the league in interceptions. And wasn't having a P. Mahomes year, but he came out last week and just blew the hell up. Um, what do you What do you got to say, man? What do you think? This game This game is so exciting for so many reasons. Um, fantasy wise, first off, every player you have on both teams should be started this game. Um, I'm going to come out and say that right now. I think it's going to be a high scoring game um, coming from both sides. Both offenses are absolutely scary, so both defenses are going to be trying to compete with each other, but I don't think they're, they're going to be able to. Um, especially when Dak Prescott comes out swinging, Patty Mahomes, the season that they've had, I saw they started out six and four um, the year they won the Super Bowl. Um, and they're six and four this season. Ruh-roh, raggy. Yeah. So do we see some deja vu here? Who knows? But I know Patty Mahomes is not going to go down to the likes of Dak Prescott. Oh, man. We talking about a shootout in the making. Uh, looking at these stats, we see that the Kansas City Chiefs are giving up 114 on the ground, where the Cowboys are giving up about 101. And that's crazy how much – I just want to throw this out there. It's ridiculous to me how much the Cowboys have invested in their linebacking court, and they still cannot stop the run for the life of them. Like, I don't know if they need more defensive linemen or what, but it's just not happening. But uh, – Yeah, no. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is back, I believe. Um, he is not on the injury report as far as I can see. Um, I saw him on IR still on this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it is. On ESPN, it is. Well, either way, if CEH plays, if he doesn't, um, don't discount Daryl Williams considering the game that he had last week. I mean, he still had eight receptions and still had some targets on the ground as well. Daryl Williams has has proven that he can be a weapon in this offense, which is scary because they already have 10 other weapons to deal with. So I, I, I'm going to come out and say that I think Daryl Williams has a heck of a game as well. So whatever running back's going up, you got to play him, man. Get him in your lineups. Uh, looking on the Cowboys side of the ball, which receiver do you see going off this year, uh, this week? Uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. again? The same, yeah, uh, C.D. Lamb again. I mean, C.D. Lamb's the young guy. Dak Prescott loves him. Um, he can throw the ball to him anywhere, and C.D. Lamb, Lamb somehow comes down with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he seems like a wide receiver that's impossible to cover um really competing with Justin Jefferson and um yeah just 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 Justin Jefferson coming out of that draft as the best wide receiver to come out of that draft so um I think CD Lamb is gonna have a heck of a game CD Lamb man he had a good game last week um Amari Cooper has been off and on injured 
And we still haven't seen uh, who's the third, the slot receiver. Oh, crap, not Crabtree. Freaking uh, help me out. Gallup? Yeah, Michael Gallup. Uh, still haven't seen him come out. So, uh, Patty Moans. This, this is an exciting game. It is. I, I'm super excited about this game as well. The over-under is actually 56 and 50, not even a half. It's 56 points. Oh, that's a high over-under, guys. Yeah. Oh. That's that's like the Rams Chiefs a couple years ago. Yeah, it is. And I can yeah. I have a feeling this game is gonna be the one that can possibly do that over. Um yeah. I can see it being like a 40 to 30 something game, man. So going into absolutely all right, we got the Cardinals in our last game of the Sunday night schedule. We're going closing it out. The Steelers versus the Chargers. Eh, I'm not too – I'd rather see that Cowboys and uh, Kansas City game be in the, the Sunday night game. but Yeah, they should have done one of those switcheroos. Yeah, most def. They definitely should have. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they see – I don't know how many days they have to announce that. Well, fans will have to be able to adjust, so I don't know. But uh, how do you feel about this game, man? What's some heavy hitters or some points? Um, Justin Herbert really needs to do something. Um, former rookie of the year. Everyone thought he was going to come out just absolutely gunning for Patrick Mahomes um, for the top AFC spot. The Los Angeles Chargers have been nothing but inconsistent this year. And you're going against Pittsburgh, who has a vicious defense. Pittsburgh has done well on the ground and in the air. So if you're if there's any time for you to prove yourself that you're a, um, uh, an elite quarterback in this league, this is the week to do it. On the other side of the football, look out for Najee Harris. I'll tell you what, he's about to run up and down the field against the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Dalvin Cook did it last week. Najee Harris will do it this week. For our DFS listeners out there, guys, these are people to get in your lineups for sure. Uh, we already said, uh, well, you said Metcalf but, uh, and Tyler Lockett, but we're definitely going Tyler Lockett. And now we've got Najee Harris that I completely agree with uh, Asheron. So uh, what do we see out of Austin Eckler this week, this sir? Um, so that's the thing. You got guys like Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler and Mike Williams and between your top two um, playmakers between Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen, they didn't do much at all last week, Mm -hmm. um, nor the week prior. So Justin Herbert really needs to sit down with those guys and be like, listen, we need to figure our shit out. We need to figure it out now. Um, Saying that if Austin Eckler is going to come back, this is, he needs to start, he needs to start doing it now. He needs to start proving that he is the, one of the most elite, um, pass catching running backs in the league um, so I can't say that I like Eckler too much but I still I still don't not like him so don't not hey yeah. there, there's that um, Keenan Allen he had a decent game last week I didn't I don't know if he yeah. finally crossed the 100 yard mark but I know he was at like four catches for 99 last I looked and I was like oh that's cool um, I was playing against him luckily he didn't bother me too much but uh, looking at the injury report we have let me see, possibly three defensive tackles out for the Los Angeles Chargers. That's going to be huge. Two of them are for sure out. Kristen Covington, I think pretty sure he was a rookie, right? I can't remember. Jerry Tillery, and I know he's a starter. And then Linville Joseph is questionable. That's going to open up all kinds of running space. Nasheed Harris. He said again, who? <laughs> Nasheed Harris, baby. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. I'm loving it. I'm about to go put him in my DFS lineups. Matter of fact, make this money. I mean, we need to start doing this. We got to keep this going every week because now I'm like, all right, I'm seeing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, start, it, starting it off early. Ooh, something we need to bring out, though. Big Ben is out this week. So, Again? Uh, yeah, it's already showing out on ESPN. So, I don't man, know, man. Come out and bring bring out Dwayne Haskins. He's a, I, I think he's a better backup than uh, Mason Rudolph is, in my opinion. 
The only reason Mason Rudolph's name is on the map is because Miles, Miles Garrett's helmet. <laughs> That's all like maybe they feel bad. They're like, all right, we won't let you get some PT. You took one for the team. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I want to see uh I want to see the third stringer come in as well, man. Dwayne Haskins. I want I just want to see what he's about. Like he yeah. When he was at Washington, the team wasn't really all there, you know. But now he has a good team. Let's see if he can get Chase Claypool the baller. Somebody absolutely. Damn. Yeah. Anything else you want to hit on in this game before we hit our last game? No, I mean I don't like a lot of aspects of this game. Um, besides Najee Harris. Um, yeah, no diggity, no doubt, man. And <clears throat> getting down to it, our last game of the week. I don't know how to feel about this one, but uh, I am excited <laughs> that <laughs> I'm excited that Saquaj is coming back, you know, because I got him on my fantasy teams, and that's one of my new favorite running backs. We'll see what I can do with him and Madden whenever I get the new Madden. But uh, I like me some Saquaj, man. I like Kadavius Tony for a football player. This dude ticks me off when I read reports about him and the things that he does, but he is young. You got to give him time to grow. But who I don't like is DJ. He ticks me the hell off, man. He won't get his ball to the receivers for shit. <laughs> no. So uh, go ahead, man. What do you have on? Well, Tom Brady is once again going against New York, but without Tom Coughlin or Eli Manning breathing down his neck. Good call. So um, this game is going to be ugly for New York. Um, I can already see it. I do like that Saquon's is back. They're saying he's looking as healthy as ever. He's making the cuts. Um, he's catching the ball great. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be a fun game to see what he could do, especially against Tampa's defense, who's been nothing but stellar throughout the, throughout the, ga- uh, the season. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see what, uh, if he, he can come back to his elite status like he has been before. Um, I like the call in Kadarius Tony. He's just a wide receiver that's hungry, uh, motivated. He's had some troubles with injuries and whatnot, but the games that he has played he ha- and has shown out is when Daniel Jones can actually get him the ball. Mm-hmm. DJ needs to get him the ball. Um, he needs to trust the young guy. Kadarius Tony is hungry. On the other side of the ball for Tampa Bay, I said it last week on the Man to Man podcast with Tom. Um, I think the most, Im- yeah, I think the most important aspect for the Tampa Bay's offense is Leonard Fournette. The reason I say that is because Leonard Fournette has done everything for that team and he's finally staying healthy. You got an offensive line for him. You got Tom Brady um, under, under the gun. Leonard Fournette is, I, I, in my personal opinion, one of the best running backs in the league. He's a pass catcher that gets at least five receptions a game and he runs the ball like he's angry. Mm-hmm. Um, Leonard Fournette has done nothing but great things this year and it'll be fun to see him um, live action against New York. Yes, sir, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. Shout out to Jacksonville Jaguars for letting that man go because he would have been rotting away on the Jags, man. Mm-hmm. So now he's actually getting to win some games. I know he's feeling good. That helps you play harder, man, when you know you're playing for a purpose, you know, instead of just playing to play. And Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin, Godwin does look like he's going to suit up this week. It does look good for Chris Godwin. Um, oh, big news. Cam Newton is officially quarterback one for week 11. He's officially starting. Yeah, man. So we're actually going to go ahead and get Cam going against his old coach, Ron Rivera, in Starlight of all places. Cam's first start. Man, you can't, you can't build this story up anymore. It's yeah. going to be a game to see. Absolutely. Ron Rivera is not going – he's not trying to go home and lose now. He's going he's gonna to make sure his team is fired up and ready to go. Yeah. The, play, so. the team definitely plays better with Cam Newton under center. Oh, hell yeah. So both ends, y'all. I like it. I like it a lot. Um not too much to hit on this game. Mike Evans, you know, you got to start your receiver, your main receivers for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can't sit them. Gronk uh, is back, I believe. 
Gronk is back. He was practicing fully yesterday. Um, Antonio Brown is still questionable. We don't know if we'll get him back. Probably one more week on him. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been a great-ass cast, man. Ready Absolutely. to wrap this thing up? Absolutely. It's been, it's, it's been great to get back on the cast with you. Hey, man, I appreciate you having you on. So, guys, we will be doing this every Friday. We're going to start getting back to giving you guys the full uh, schedule breakdown and players to watch for injuries and big news coming into the uh, weekend. Because, you know, that's what matters, man. We'll help you guys get dubs. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Ski. Any closing remarks? No. What better way uh, to cap off the week than talk some football? You know, diggity, no doubt, man. Hey, guys, we're still doing our No Save November. We're trying to raise money. You know, we're still trying to set out that care package. All donations are greatly appreciated. If you are a vet, don't be afraid to reach out and hit us up, man. If you want to get on the cast, a broadcast, whatever we can do to help, please, please, please reach out, man. This is what we do. We want to make sure you guys are heard. Other than that, man, I am the host, Dub C, here with my boy, Riley, your guys' favorite redhead. Check, 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 checking hey, out yes. of this mug. <laughs> hey, yes, there's key. <laughs>